Welcome to Live Your List. Allow myself to introduce myself. I'm Jared Murr, your host today, and across from me is my sidekick, Ryan Eller. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. It's not about condemnation, it's about implementation. I work hard for this. I want you to know that. How much are you willing to hustle? Am I right, Ryan Eller? You gotta, you gotta flex that hustle muscle. Well, I'm not going to, ever. Even if there's a fire. Well, actually, it fires me up. I just got fired up with that. For well, I have the pride, the privilege, nay, the pleasure of introducing to you your hosts, Jared Murr and Ryan Eller. Yeah! Ladies and gentlemen, it is March Madness, and it is madness around the Paradigm Shift Studios. We've been traveling all over the place, trying to play catch-up on podcasting. Maybe we need to be a little more brave. You're right about March Madness. How about them Sooners? How about them daggum Oklahoma Sooners. You know what I say, Ryan? Boomer? Sooner! Is that what you say? I also say bump, 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 bump. Oh, you. That's it. I'm That's fired up. Thank you, you, Buddy Heald. Thank you, Buddy. Friend of the show, Buddy Heald, as a matter of uh, fact. Of course he is. Friend of the show. You know, uh, what I love about this March Madness stuff, Jared, you know what I love? Gives I know us a what chance. You love. Gives us a chance to do our March Madness bracket, Live Your List bracket. I'm going to do a Live Your List, not Live Your List update, a Live Your List bracket update, group update. For everybody here, friends of the show, Rick Tooley and Anna Floyd, they're in the lead right now. Rick Tooley's got 820 points, Jared. Here's a scenario. Let me just make it simple for you here, Jared. If the University of Oklahoma Sooners, if they win their next game in the Final Four, All right. Allison Dumas is the champion. Yours truly, James Reineller, will come second place. If they do not win their next game, then Rick Tooley is going to be the champion. He has zero possible points remaining. He picked uh, Michigan State to be the winner. He's got no more dog in this fight, but he'll just win by everybody else losing out. Now, the wild card, one thing I love, is friend of the show, Rachel Mayo, all the way down at the bottom, has been the bottom feeder of this tournament the entire time. Now, we asked her, everybody, everybody looked at the bracket, and they said, does Rachel Mayo even know what a bracket looks like? She says she doesn't know anything about basketball. Does she know how a bracket works? I don't think she does. However, she picked Villanova. If Villanova wins out, Jared, guess what? Great pick. If Villanova wins out, she moves up to like third or fourth place. Whoa, are you she serious? She still doesn't win, but she goes from the bottom feeder all the way up to like third or fourth Mayo place. Mayo had all four number one seeds losing in the first round. To correct? the 16th seed. Something yes, that has never happened. In not, the history of the tournament. Never in the history of the tournament has a, has a single one seed lost to a 16th seed. That's a pretty phenomenal statistic, by the way. You know what these, uh, all these seating, you know what that makes me think of? I've got a new fun little segment. We've done it before. You may recognize it. You may have heard it before, but let's just play the music, see if people know what's going on. Leader versus leader. Leader versus leader, Jared. Oh. You think all this seating, all this bracketology was a year ago. Man. It was a year ago. Good times. Time flies, you know? The the days are long, but the years are short. That's right. So here's, I've got an idea. I've got an idea for you. Okay. Let's. I'm going to pick four random leaders. Okay. And we're talking about b- being brave today. I did. We're kind of burying the lead a little bit because I said maybe we'd need to li- be a little more brave. And rightfully so. We jumped into March Madness and talked about our friends Buddy Heald and the uh, amazing Oklahoma Sooner Magic Run. But right now we're talking about being brave, Ryan. It's on our minds. We had a, a fun discussion about bravery on the car ride yesterday to the one and only Marietta, Oklahoma. Fine, fine place. 
And it got us thinking, really got me thinking afterward. I said, I think we should podcast, and the word of the day should be brave. So now with that in mind, what's your idea with leader versus leader? Because I don't know where you're going with this. I, my idea with leader versus leader is it's going to help us to kind of determine what being brave looks like by first looking at leaders who we consider brave. Okay. And then we'll move on to what is the definition of brave, like being brave, and then kind of how is that, why is this applicable to us? Okay, so that's going to be the first step of this. So I've got four random leaders from the field of 96 that we started with. I'm going to play uh, the sound clip, and it's going to have the two people, and then you're just going to tell me which one you think is which one you think is more brave. We'll kind of talk it out, but you're going to be the ultimate decision maker. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Martin Luther King Jr. Versus Mother Teresa. So you got MLK Jr. Oh. versus Mother Teresa. Which of those two people was more brave in your opinion? I'm going to go Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And why is that? Oh, you're getting, you're making me elaborate. Uh, you know, my immediate thought, I mean, number one is he was shot. Uh, so he, and, and <laughs> I mean, he was shot and killed doing, in the act of civil rights, actions, movements, marches, received numerous death threats, and continued pursuing his dream and conviction. Um, so I'm going to go, that's why. Over in- he, he knew the threat of death. And eventually succumbed to it, but it never it never deterred him and didn't stop him. So your definition of brave from Martin Luther King Jr. is uh, a willing from that perspective a willingness to die for your cause. I think that's very brave. Okay. If we're just trying to look at traits of bravery right now, I'm not. I mean, it sounds like I'm anti. I'm not, you're trying to make no, it sound like I'm anti Mother Teresa. I'm when not you're saying like, no, 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 no. But it sounds like you're leading the witness, sir. You're like, oh, so you're saying uh, he's brave, are you? I'm like, well, yeah, but Mother Teresa's great. I think she's very brave in her own right. But she was, she was, and she stood up to the Pope. She stood up to kings and queens. She stood up to people and said, "This is what I believe in. I'm going to be brave in this." Everybody in the tournament was brave, kind of like everybody in the tournament was a leader. But what characteristic of this makes you okay. think bravery? All right, okay. so this next one, we got the next group here. This is a contrast in styles. I think you'll like this. Genghis Khan versus Harriet Tubman. <laughs> Harriet Woo. Tubman. Woo. Harriet Tubman, baby, Harriet all the way. Tubman. Woo. You uh, think Harriet Tubman was more brave than Genghis Khan? Yes. Okay, you're going to have to spell it out for the listeners here. Of course I did. Do you think Genghis Khan was braver? I think he had to be one of the most the most brave son of a guns that's ever lived on this well, planet. Well, I'd Earth. love to hear why. If you're going to give him such a superlative, I'd love to hear you defend that first. I think that dude, from from everything that I've heard, he was just a ferocious, crazy dude that would just get on get on his horse, ride straight into battle, cut everybody's heads off, and go home. He had yeah. no problem. If you're talking about knowing the risks, Martin Luther King knew the risks. Well, Genghis Khan certainly knew the risks. If you, if you go out into battle, you're going to die. He was... Vicious. Is it brave for me to fight you when I have a bigger gun? Is that bravery? I mean, if if Genghis Khan, if he had the biggest so army, the bigger and army, the, I think, yeah. He How had, did he get that army by being vicious one on one first? Potentially, yeah. I don't know. It's we're guessing. Shall we? Can we? Can well, that you be and fair? I are guessing? We, I think we are history. Guessing. I think history would say. I yeah. Honestly, I think Genghis Khan may be one of the least brave leaders in the entire tournament. Harriet Tubman's. Point. What's that? I said interesting point. Well, I think. I, this okay. is why it's a fascinating discussion. When people say the word brave, Ryan, I do immediately connotate like an army, a war. That's the first thing that comes to my mind. Is that the first thing that comes to your mind when it comes to I think be, of when you say brave? Two things when we I think be of being brave. brave. I think of uh, D-Day, World War II, whatever. Okay. You you, mm. you walked in. You didn't have really a choice. Yeah. Just go, I, yes, go be brave. Go yeah. do something. Okay. You're scared to death, but saddle up anyways. Okay. And I think uh, the other thing I think of is 
like you're you're overcoming some sort of fear, like scared of heights, and you're brave. Hmm. Or you go okay. up on top of something. Well, that's or, interesting. My mind didn't go there yet, so that's fascinating. Okay, I agree. the The first thing you connotate is the first thing I connotate. D Day is kind of the perfect picture, mental picture of bravery for me when I first think of it. The second thing that I think of is is along the same lines of saving someone's life. You know, like yeah, jumping in front of the bullet and take. You know, th- that's what I think. Kind of, of a sacrificial bra- bravery. Sacrifice, yeah, okay. sacrifice is a good word. But you bring up a good point with overcoming the fear, and that's really what we're talking about when we say brave. What is bravery? Do we need to be brave now? Is there a call for bravery on this day for every one of us? Because most of us are not serving in the armed forces somewhere. Most of us are not facing some immediate threat. But when it comes to Genghis Khan, I think of him, I don't think of him charging into the battle as much as I think of him sending other people into the battle. And I think of him like, you know, starving villages of food so that he would eventually win that battle. Now, strategically, uh, brilliant, evidently. But I don't know that that's necessarily brave. I don't know. Also, I think he was very self-serving and and power-hungry and his motive. So for me, bravery may come down with maybe maybe I'm tying values into bravery too much with motive of the Genghis Khan. But if you want to get me started on someone who's brave, let's talk about the one and only beautiful Harriet Tubman. Harriet Tubman. I think we could have put Harriet Tubman up against anybody, and you would have picked Harriet Tubman. Because she's the bravest? Uh, Potentially, because you got a crush. you got a crush on Harriet Tubman. My leader crush. Of course, I've got a leader crush on Harriet Tubman. Well, Why? Because she quite possibly could be the most brave, the bravest soul in the entire tournament. She was a captain in the Underground Railroad. Let's talk about what it was like to be a woman in the mid-1800s. Can we talk about that for a moment? Can we talk about how difficult it was? Can we talk about how the enslavement of women, regardless of race, traditionally is overwhelming? It wasn't until the 1920s that women had the right to vote, regardless of color. And you talk about what it was like to be a black woman in the mid-1800s in the United States of America. That is to be an unparalleling, unimaginable state of being. Not only did she fight, not only did she stand up for what is right, she led other people. Bravery, Ryan, is going back. She went back into the fire. She escaped slavery to the north, and then she went back to bring other people out. At no point in time have I been able to pull your soapbox soapbox away from you so that we could move on. So I'm going to test out my theory. I think you picked Harriet Tubman over anybody. So just I'm going to put out some names, and you tell me if you pick Harriet Tubman over them. Harriet Tubman, Martin Luther King Jr. Harriet Tubman. Harriet Tubman, Mother Teresa. Harriet Tubman. That's what I thought. Well, there you go. You got your Harriet I honestly, Tubman. I thought you were going to throw out JC on me. I and, should have, but I'm not that kind of crazy of person. Sacrilegious moment there now here's the deal i want us to dive a little bit deeper into what it's like to be brave and what it actually means for life so after we get back from this break jared well can i i'm sorry yeah okay so i'll save it yeah after we get back from the break what i'm so fired up about this after we get back from the break i'll give you a chance to be fired up here we go Are you trying to live your list, but life keeps getting in the way? Are you trying to be a life changer, but struggle to make those changes in your own life? Launch your life forward in 2016 by attending one or more of the three Launch Out Conferences. Surround yourself with like-minded dreamers who are traveling to Atlanta, St. Louis, and Southern California who will encourage your success. This conference is for you if you're stuck and need to engage your dream, or you can see your plans becoming a reality and need a platform to embark on your dream. Register today at launchout.com. 
and embark on a daring voyage to navigate your dream and live your list. You know what I think of whenever you say the word brave, Princess Merida. 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 Oh, Mom, free. it's just my boo. It's just your what? My boo. Your, your what? My boo. Your bow. Is that what you're saying? Right. Bow. Okay, it took me a second to figure out what you're saying there. That's what okay. she says. She's okay. got her bow on the she table. Does. She does have her bow on the table, and she says what? Is that a pretty good? Oh, Mom, it's just my boo. Uh, yes, that's that pretty good. Pretty Not solid. bad. Yes. Yeah, okay, solid. Ryan. Was uh, Merida brave? Was Merida? Of course, she was brave. She wasn't as brave as Harriet Tubman. But that young lady stood up for her beliefs in a very pronounced way. Brave, good, not good on the Pixar scale. Good. All uh, all Pixar's except for uh, Good Dinosaur is good. Ooh. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Get, get friend of the show David Dollar on here and his movie reflections to talk about the Good Dinosaur. Oh. Not very terrible. good. Brave's good. Uh, Stacked up against middle other movies, grades uh, middle of the road. It's good compared to other Pixar. It's, eh. it's, it's middle okay. of the road, middle of the road. But uh, great song choice, Ryan. Thank you very much. I appreciate you bringing it back to the point of brave and bravery. Uh, the question that stuck out in my mind, Ryan, that I I wanted us to tackle was this: Should we be brave? I'm Is asking. that a rhetorical question? No, I'm asking you. Okay. Should we be brave? Uh, yeah, I would assume we should be brave. Okay, I think everyone would answer the same thing. It's a noble quality, That's one that our culture takes as as noble, true, worthy. We should be brave. Okay. Well, if we are we are leaders here and we believe everyone is a leader and we believe that we should all live our lists, we should be intentional, then okay, then we should be brave. Well, what in the world does that mean? Do we mean then we should charge the beaches of Normandy? I know that not literally, but is that what we mean? If that's what comes to mind, I mean, I'm not really going out there and saving anyone's life. I'm not really going out there and charging the injustices of the world. But if we say we should be brave, is that what we mean? Or is it deeper than that? Is it more to that? Can we be what's the definition of brave? Well, do you have it do you have it pulled up? I have the 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 actual definition of brave. Okay. Yes. And I I'll see what you think. Here we go. There are basically two, the top two definitions. Ready to face or endure danger or pain. Okay. Ready to face or endure danger or pain. I got to admit, I don't really like that definition. Well, I like the word ready. Okay, maybe. Okay, and endure or face unpleasant conditions without showing fear. I I like that definition pretty well. You do? Really? Yeah. Without showing fear. Like, I, okay, well, I don't want to get into a, like, semantical debate on what does it mean to show fear or not. You know, because, okay, another thought is, I mean, those are the definitions. I don't like either one of them, really. Ready to face or endure danger or pain? Ready to? I mean, I guess. I don't want to. So does it mean, okay, am I brave today because I'm ready to endure pain? I mean, are you ready to endure pain? Well, I mean, if you're fighting cancer and you're ready to take on the pain that comes with it, you're often labeled as brave, right? Right, and I think rightfully so. I think that's a right right way to think of it. But okay, okay, but you said, okay, one of your things was when someone has a fear of heights and they, they get up on the pamper pole and jump off or they, you know, look out the, the used-to-be Sears Tower. I guess, what is it, Willis Tower? Yeah. They look out the Willis Tower regardless of their fear, in spite of their fear. They're brave and they show it. Well, that's not pain. I mean, emotional maybe, but... I think, okay, so maybe not. I, but I do like the idea of bravery being... Um, I I readiness. have this I have this dream 
I have this dream that I'm scared to death about, and I'm going to push forward anyways. So I guess you're always going to have the fears, and that's kind of the point that you were talking about, it right? It is. It is. Well, okay. Let me, let me go another way then. Okay. All right. Let's see what George Patton said about fear. You think Patton knew something a little bit about war? I would assume so. Okay. He says, if we take the generally accepted definition of bravery as a quality which knows no fear, I have never seen a brave man. All men are frightened. The more intelligent they are, the more they are frightened. I do like that, Jared. I asked, I put on the the Live Your List group. What are some? What's your favorite quote about fear? Just so we could get a better okay. understanding oh, okay, about, about brave. I'm sorry, right. your favorite quote about brave. Ronnie Rock said, "We have to be braver than we think we can be because God is constantly calling us to be more than we are." Oh, okay. Rachel Mayo said, "Here's the truth about bravery." Bravery makes you want to throw up. That's from friend of the show, John A. Cuff. <laughs> Cousin okay. Austin put, from Ufasa, I'm only brave when I have to be. Being brave doesn't mean you go looking for trouble, which is pretty solid. That's good. John Wygant saying, I learned that courage was not the absence of fear, which is kind of what you're saying. Yes. But the triumph over it. That's exactly. Who says that quote? Because I wanted to bring that quote up. Let me finish it. Okay. The brave man is not he who does not feel afraid, but he who conquers that fear. Nelson Mandela. And then you got the the additional throw-in from Kyle, the intern, that said, More Dune! That's his favorite quote about Brave. Oh, okay, good. Good job, Kyle. Good but job. But I like this, that Nelson Mandela quote, right? Yeah, it's not the absence of fear. Does that sum it up that, pretty well? well? Kind of. Kind Let of me re-say me. it just so we can get okay. a grasp on it. Okay. I learned that courage was not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. The brave man is not he who does not feel afraid, but he who conquers that fear. I like that definition a lot. I like that quote a ton. The, the, you know, it, it kind of is similar to what, what I first said, a quote that I brought up, um, that I'll bring it up again now since we're talking about quotes. Um, Emerson said that, uh, brave. There is no such thing as a brave man. Brave men are not any more brave than ordinary men. They're just braver five minutes longer. I thought that was pretty good. So cue the music. I okay. I don't know if that's quote fired up quote read. Braver five minutes. What does that even? Yeah, mean? he says that brave men are no braver than ordinary men. They're just braver five seconds longer. Cue the music. Wait a minute. Are you seriously not going to cue the music? You're looking at me like you dis- do. You disagree with the quote? I don't understand the quote. You're going to have to unpack that. Talk your talk okay. Me now, first off, we might button. just have to talk about the etiquette of cue the music. I, th- I, I, I this is a full value contract. You can come over here and right press here. the button if you'd like to. Oh, wow. But I've got it right wow. in front of me, and I didn't feel like that was worthy. <laughs> wow. Okay. Off off air. We're just gonna have to have a conversation over what it, you, what. Fair enough. You're the I'll, dictator of the quotes now. I'll be brave enough to have that conversation with you. But explain, unpack the five seconds longer thing. Well, what he's saying, I didn't say it. I'm just quoting the man. I'm bringing it up that it's about bravery is not some unique. I'm not. I don't even know if I agree with it. But he's just saying being brave five seconds longer. Five minutes longer. It is this quality of of enduring something that is really the element of bravery that we admire. That is not necessarily a single act. It's so basically, what he's saying is that no one's really brave. They're just doing it longer. They're, they're scared longer. Than kind of. Forget else. it. They don't forget quit it, forget before. It. I don't even leave. want to push the button anymore. Forget it. I like where you were going with the Nelson Mandela quote, but doesn't that still connotate some sort of great action or overcoming? Of something, you know what I mean? Like, 
Courage is not the absence of fear. It's the over, it's the, what is the quote? Courage is not the absence of fear. It is. Courage was not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. it basically, it's not the absence of fear. It's going five minutes longer. Well, I you like overcome that. It. It's the triumph over. Courage is not the absence of fear. I can agree with that wholeheartedly. My trouble with that is I still think of some big, great act, right? So what does it mean to be brave? For you and I, Ryan, what does it mean for Ryan Eller, Jared Murr to be brave? Courage is not the absence of fear. It's the triumph of it. Okay, I guess that means that we are... I just think there are more everyday ways to be brave. Like, it's... Which which has to do with fear, so maybe that's good. I think that we need to be brave in our conversations with people. That it takes bravery. If an element of leadership and living your list is bravery, it's not just go take the army or go conquer the mountain. It's have the tough conversation with your coworker. Have the tough conversation with your boss or your spouse. I think that's the bravery that is an everyday quality that we need to have more of. Have the bravery to take action in small things. And I'm not sure exactly what definition wraps all that up for me. I kind of like the idea of have the bravery to take action. I think it's all about being able to take the action. It's, is bravery not necessarily the triumph uh, over the fear, but the triumph over the in, of inaction to action? Well, I think is that bravery? Good. I definitely think so. I, I think, I think we're, we're more onto it there. I want to encourage us today. My thought is, what do we need to be brave in? In what area of your life do you need to be brave in? Sometimes it's bravery to quit a job, but sometimes it's bravery to stay in a job. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes bravery is not just this great triumphant leap or this action. And I think most of what I read about bravery and what I thought about bravery, it, sometimes it's brave just doing the right thing. So for me, it's doing what is right regardless of the consequences. And I think part of what is doing what's right is being able to start, like actually have the start. You're, you have, you're scared to death to actually follow that dream. You're scared to death to have that conversation. You're scared to death to write that book. You're scared to death to take action in some way. The right thing for you to do is to overcome that fear and be brave and take action. And that's the all everyday small stuff. You don't have to go into the battlefield to be brave. You can be some school teacher in the middle of small town America who's saying today I'm going to stand up for this little kid because no one else is standing up for the kid. And that's bravery. No one will ever know. And no one sees it. It's not going to be an award winning medal of honor type ceremony. It's going to be, I'm doing the right thing because I'm taking action today for someone who needs me to be brave for them. I like that, Ryan. I like that a lot. I think that you're, I think that you're right on there. In other words, then if we're going to live our list today, living your list requires bravery. I think living your list requires, like Ryan said, starting it, taking that action, whatever that action might be. Or maybe it's the, the action of staying in the job and doing what you know needs to be done. Bravery isn't just done on a battlefield. It's not just done on a stage. Bravery happens every single day of our life. Bravery happens when you do what's right, regardless of what other people are saying, sticking to your convictions, and living your list. Thanks for listening. You guys are awesome. No, you're awesome. No, you are awesome. Sir, you are awesome. Seriously. Eller and Murr want you to continue the conversation on Twitter at hashtag LiveYourList or online at LiveYourList.org. Well, see you later.